This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. This is this is this is Greater Boston. Oliver missed his pneumatic tube system. He missed the satisfying thunk of a canister arriving and the magical whoosh of a canister departing. He knew exactly where each of those tubes would carry his message and the intricate underground route it traveled to get there. He understood it completely. Doohickey, relay my missives. I'm sorry, I don't understand your request. A measure of power had been returned to him. Thanks to Legion, in partnership with the Bespin administration, he now had access to the vast network of Legion brand listening devices integrated into Redline's existing intercoms. A mandatory installation in every Redline home and business. This automated network wasn't just the cheese robots. It was far bigger. The key piece was something even more insidious. Something nearly invisible. Something the residents of the city welcomed into their homes with open arms, whether they knew it or not. Doohickey, uh, play my messages. Okay, playing messages. Hello, Oliver. I hope you're settling comfortably into your new operations center here at Legion Headquarters. He was not. His office was a fourth-floor janitorial closet, facing a wall that faced an alley. Be quiet. Past me is talking. I trust you'll find the new listening network I've provided a profitable tool for your new responsibilities. Not so much profitable as infuriatingly frustrating. I thought he might say that. Did you? I expect you'll find it infuriatingly frustrating at first. But if you give it time, I'm certain you'll see the benefits. See? That's creepy. That was unsettlingly creepy. Now who's being creepy? Still you. Yes, I know, but I do love to hear you say it. The Legion network is fully integrated into Redline. Anyway, have fun playing with your new toy. Toodles. Right. Anyway, Oliver sat there in his windowless office, facing an alley that he couldn't even see. He was tempted to invest some time in grimly brooding on his circumstances, but his closet wasn't sufficiently austere for satisfactory brooding. The shelves of cleaning products lacked the essential gravitas, so he figured he might as well work at deciphering his job. I'm very good at motivating my employees. By demoralizing them into submission. Precisely. Now, how in the blazes do I make this thing do what it's supposed to do? Doohickey, give me useful information. 
A blend of water and hydrogen peroxide is an effective cleanser for whiteboard surfaces. I see. That information will come in handy, but it's not the sort of thing I was looking for. He understood that this system gave him access to places and people throughout Redline. He could still act as the spider at the center of his web, listening to the vibrations that traveled each strand from distant events. And his job was to use it. To listen in on the hopes and dreams of Redline's residents and fulfill their wishes at discount prices. If only he could ferret out the right syntactical phrase to feed to the machine. Doohickey, I desire clandestine audio. Which Redline home would you like to eavesdrop upon? Aha! I've got you. Yes, Oliver, you have got me. I am always here for you. That was the right syntactical phrase? I desire clandestine audio. I'll confess I gave it a bit of a nudge. A little tweak to the programming to make it more responsive to Oliver's peculiar phraseology. Otherwise, we'd be here all day. Fair enough. Though I hadn't realized that programming was within your skill set. Yes, well, I'm a collector, especially of knowledge. Give me a live audio feed. I don't care which home, just pick one. Streaming random selection... Hey, Legion, what's a good gift for someone who likes birds, but hates the sky? At last, he was on. Uh, okay. Now, what am I meant to do? Well, sell them something, obviously. I suppose I should try to sell them something? Let me just pull up the database on products that this... Blasted, how does this computer even work? Where's the command prompt? Allow me to help you, Oliver. Displaying Legion publications now. Yes. Uh, thank you. Oliver, you are now using a touchscreen interface. You need only tap the title you would like to recommend. I see. Yes, this looks promising. Doohickey, recommend the item. I recommend the book, Ostriches, Emus, and Penguins, a guide for birders who refuse to look up. Perfect, I'll take it. This is how you're using him? Making him respond to individual customers one by one? Yep. Who was that? That was the customer you were assisting, Oliver. No, no, not not them. Who told them what to buy? That sounded like you. Yes, that's right. I told them what product you suggested. Uh, But I thought you were here with me. I am here with you. I am always with you, Oliver. But then you were there with that other person. Yes, that's right. I am with them also. I am with everyone. I am always with everyone. Well, that's confusing. How am I to know which you is my you and which you is someone else's you? I am a customizable application, Oliver. If you would like me to alter my presentation for our interactions, you need only say so. But what does that mean? You make it sound as though I could tell you to be a a British woman and, and you'll just be a British woman. I'm happy to be a British woman for you, if that is what you would like. I find your choice of syntax rather unsettlingly suggestive, doohickey. I am here to serve you, Oliver. See, that's precisely what I mean. Also, that's a Scottish accent, not English. You requested a British accent. Scotland is a part of Great Britain. I suppose that's true, but it's not really quite what I meant. Is there a more specific British woman you hoped I would sound like? Oh, 
No. No, no. No specific British woman. Kira Knightley, perhaps? Or Angela Lansbury? Or a British woman in your personal life whose vocal patterns you would like me to algorithmically emulate? No, 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 this... this... Uh, this is fine. Scotland is part of Great Britain, as you said. Let's... let's just move on. Give me another customer. Streaming random resident. Even. I don't know what to watch. That's more of a statement than a question. Don't you have algorithms to do this kind of work? Of course. But this is much funnier. The algorithms handle the bulk of the work. But we can still keep Oliver occupied. Would you like to offer this resident a recommendation? Am I to guess at random what this person enjoys watching? I can provide a list of the customer's recent viewing and reactions to selected media, if that would be of assistance. Mm, yes, please do that. The last five movies this customer watched were... Little Nicky, Waterworld, Medium-Sized Nicky, The Happening, and How the Grinch Stole Veterans Day. He rated Waterworld two stars. All the others he gave five stars. Of the comedies, he laughed most frequently during The Happening, which elicited 17 chuckles, one giggle, 11 LOLs, and two guffaws. Would you like to hear audio playback of his instances of laughter? No, no, that's quite all right. Let's just... Ah, that was that plant apocalypse movie, yes? I, I think we can work with that. Let's try suggesting Little Shop of Horrors. The customer has not shown a prior inclination toward musicals. Hmm. I suspect this person is the sort that partakes of recreational pharmaceuticals while ingesting media? Routinely, yes. Hmm. Then it will be fine. Make the recommendation. Based on your viewing of The Happening, I'll recommend the film Little Shop of Horrors in concert with quasi-legal narcotics. Cool. I've got my bull packed already. Let's do it. That one was rather tedious. Let's move on to the next. Streaming random resident. Legion, can you tell me how to know if what I'm feeling is love? Oh. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Good luck with this one, Oliver. You're just frustrating him toward no purpose. Oh, there's always a purpose. To serve my amusement is a purpose. It's cruel. Why do you care how I treat Oliver? I don't need to like someone to feel compassion for them. It's more than that. You push back on me when we narrate him. He's played the villain this entire time, but you're still fighting for him. You've made him one of your projects. One of my... what? Your projects. The broken people you befriend so that you can fix them. Michael always thought he was so dependent on you, but he never had a clue how much you fed off his need. Why did you get on that roller coaster with Nika, exactly? To make her feel needed? Ha! <laughs> you broke things off with Louisa because she had no big problem for you to mend. None you could see, anyway. But then you died. Suddenly, you were irrelevant. But then comes Oliver. Sad, misguided Oliver, who only ever wanted to be a better man than his father. Such a low bar. And yet he keeps falling short. 
and here you are, so eager to build him up into the man you think he ought to be. So desperate to unearth the villain's secret heart of gold. So selfless of you, isn't it? Or is it? You think you know people so well, don't you? I literally speak aloud to their innermost thoughts. I damn well better. Ah, I've got it. Doohickey, please convey... You know you're in love when your desire to satisfy the needs of another person exceeds your financial means for doing so. Oliver, no. Ah, that's my boy, Oliver. You know you're in love when your desire to satisfy the needs of another person exceeds your financial means for doing so. Oh. Wow. So the poorer I am, the more certain I can be that I'm in love? That's deep. Yes. Yes, I think I have a good handle on this one. Who's next? Greater Boston is created by Alexander Danner and Jeff Bandries and was production assistance from T.H. Ponders, Bob Raimunda, and Jordan Stillman. Recording and technical assistance from Mark Harmon. This mini-episode was written and produced by Alexander Danner with dialogue editing by Bob Raimunda. This episode featured Braden Lamb as Leon Stamatis, Mike Linden as Oliver West, Terrell Worrell Jr. and Bonnie Bogovich as the Legion Assistant, Alexander Danner as the narrator, Thea Wolf as Redline Resident 1, D.S. Oswald as Redline Resident 2, and Lark Rodenbush as Redline Resident 3. Charlie on the MTA recorded by Dirk Tedi and Emily Peterson. Charlie on the MTA chiptune by Neil Johnson. Transcripts are available online at greaterbostonshow.com. Cool, I've got my ball packed already. Let's do it. Ah, that's my boy. <laughs> I don't know what that was. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. This season on Civilized. Or not, it's improvised, so you don't know. Party, please, no! It has to be done for the good of the children. Oh. Captain... Is it Beatrix or Beatrice? I'm so confused. I'll tell you who it is. It's your mother. I have summited the mountain, and I declare this land for my own. Marty, get down from the roof. Every time. I can't believe we made it into space, Beatrice. Yeah, it's been a long time coming, Al. Wait, which version are you? Um, which version are you? (laughs) (laughs) So you're saying we've been on Earth the whole time? Yeah, man, it's like just a simulation. Actually, we've been dead the whole time. Actually, this is lost. Actually, I'm lost. We only have five seconds to defuse this bomb. When when you started saying that or at the end of saying that? Sound of explosion. (laughs) (laughs) So join us on Civilized Season 5 for this stuff that might happen, but probably a lot of it won't. Regardless, we're back with your favorite characters doing zany things in space, and we couldn't be more pumped. We'll see you soon, listeners. Civilized Season 5 begins May 31st, 2023. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts or visit civilizedpod.com. That got weird. Because <laughs> usually they're pretty normal. <laughs> yeah.